0: Thank you. Welcome to Week Seven of Knives Out Minute. I'm your host for this week, Allison Saigen, with my guest Andrew Wendy This is Hello. Tuesday, Episode Thirty Two, <laughs> <laughs> covering Minute Thirty One. How are you doing today?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good.
0: Here to talk about um, the Thirty One Minute, which is uh, Minute Thirty Two for this episode. Um, so, what happens in this minute is that we find out that there is no other staircase up to Harlan's room besides the uh, the creaky staircase. Uh, Trooper Wagner, who's Ryan Johnson fave, Noah Segan, goes through the people who couldn't have done it. Whereas Detective Elliot confirm- goes through the blood spatter patterns to confirm that Harlan Thrombey cut his own throat. Uh, Benoit affirms that everyone can lie, almost anyone. A minute uh, ends on Benoit saying he wanted to interview Marta last as he needed an entire picture of the, of the story. Uh, so, what are your thoughts about this minute?
1: Uh, this is a good. Uh, I like. I like how this this follows uh, the last minute. Mm-hmm. So, the last minute was like the facts, and now this minute is like theories. So we right. have we have the two kind of uh, uh, p- policemen there. We have Lieutenant Elliot. He says uh, it's a suicide, very clearly, and uh, Wagner uh, says, "Well, uh, look at Meg. She showed up uh, right around the time that." You know we say the murder could have happened,
0: yeah, so they're they're going through all the theories of okay, there's no other staircase up to Harlan's room, therefore we can assume that uh it, people are hearing when people are going up there, and then going through the people who weren't there at the time, um like ransom, like uh like Marta, and then Meg coming, but then Elliot is specifically uh. Harlan cut his own throat like case closed. Um. So yeah, it, it it is is it's a very good follow up to the the last minute for sure, especially with the uh thing. Um quick question mm. <laughs> that I brought that, that I was thinking that's a little bit of a ta- tangent. Isn't uh blood spattered patterns kind of like pseudoscience? That's not wasn't that hasn't that been disproven mm. or am I completely ro- wrong
1: about that that is you know the the only thing that i can reference with that is i don't know if you ever watched the staircase mm. it's it's on netflix it was a a true crime documentary about a uh, a man who was uh accused of murdering his wife and one of the biggest pieces of evidence was they brought in she she died on a staircase mm-hmm. and uh they had a blood splatter expert come out and check like the staircase was like a corner staircase so it was basically blood splattered everywhere and they were trying to you know go oh did she fall backwards did was she forwards did he come up behind her and you know uh, after watching that documentary i didn't really believe in it
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just one of those things where like there is a very uh, there's a few specific scientific things where people bring it up like, um, uh, like, a, like, if somebody brings up a, like a lie detector test in something, I immediately my brain goes, Oh, but those are nonsense. <laughs> um, so it made me wonder, I, I, I think that uh, at the very least, they are very um, suspect in terms of, of uh, science. It's, it's not like a slam dunk. So it, it made me. Ca- <laughs> yeah, That's <I> d- like- <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is one way. To, it's not a slam dunk. It's yeah, it's, just- <laughs> I, I think, but no, I, I get what you're saying. It's, it's yeah. A, you can't make a whole case just on right. You on can't the blood. just say,
0: yeah. okay, it looks like he killed himself this way. Therefore, it did. Like it's not you know like completely proven science that if brought in a case, it's like case closed. So. I I don't know. That was. I wonder if they
1: were more referring to if someone were to have done that to him, there would have been another, uh, like a. You would see the the way that the blood landed. It would have like a a spot where you would see another hand or something.
0: Yeah, and I think that's kind of what he mentions is that there would be some sort of interruption Mm -hmm. from another physical body, and the fact that there really didn't seem to be. Means that he did it. I, it was just the one time where I'm like, "Dude, are are you really that great of a detective? If that's the <laughs> if that's the way that you're going, case closed." Uh, the blood patterns say otherwise. I, I I don't know. I I'm just I like I said with a like a lie detector. That's the one where print comes up in, in something. I'm like, oh, but that's actually completely nonsense. So. I I do
1: think there are yeah there are documented ways to as as you know beat a lie detector test but I think people Mm -hmm. will want to take them because you know at least it shows a willingness to be like documented in that way yeah
0: right and and there and there are things that you can definitely extrapolate from that Um, but at the same time it's not uh, like there it's not completely conclusive but. That that's just the one thing that kind of popped up. Is there anything else that, about this minute that really stood out to you in particular?
1: Uh you know um I do I I when they're asking about the you know the stairs there's only one mm-hmm. set of stairs up to that room. You know, I have to you know wonder if that was maybe like a converted attic or mm-hmm. was this house did he I mean I know they okay I know this is going like far ahead they at one point they do mention something about when the house was made and it's not I I don't think he had that room custom made so I have to I always wonder about that little room up there like what yeah yeah, what uh, it was
0: no that's a good question because I've paid a lot of attention to the set decorating in this movie because it's it's both exquisite and also if I was a very wealthy person, my house would probably look something like that with all the just like, all the just assorted tchotchkes around. So I'm like, yeah, that's how my design aesthetic would probably go. But um, yeah, I never thought about the original purpose of that kind of small room. Um, I think probably converted attic since... It, it seems like he used it as, like, also, like, a study, so... Mm. Uh,
1: well, yeah, it was his little, like, hideaway. It, it allowed him to, I, I think, get away from everything, because mm-hmm. there's only one way in, and there's no windows, so right. nothing can and bother also,
0: him. I mean, <laughs> I mean, speaking of that, too, if, if the only way up is a creaky staircase, I mean, he might have very specifically not gotten it uh, fixed or uh, adjusted at all, because it kind of is a little... Uh, oh, somebody's coming to uh, interrupt me in here. So it kind of alerts, could alert him to that. So uh, be kind of his hideaway. And then he knows, oh, okay, somebody's going to talk to me about this. Even though he has, like, for, from what I've seen in the movie, there's, like, he has a study on the first floor, and then he has uh, the large room with the knife chair, which I'm assuming is, like, kind of like a library study room. There's a lot of rooms in this house, I guess. There's, a lot of,
1: there's several libraries and several studies. This.
0: I mean, I, I, like again, it's like if I if if I had a if I was wildly wealthy and I could have a house, that's like oh, I probably would do something like that. Where you're like, oh, here's here's the getaway study, and here's the professional study, and here's the uh, tell the rest of my family that they're cut off study. You know, <laughs> keep these things separate. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um Oh, so uh there's there's a line here. Mm-hmm. Uh I believe the line is uh physical evidence can tell a clear story with a false turn. Mm-hmm. And I I what I kind of like is that both of the other uh detectives they kind of give a look like what? <laughs> like they don't fully they don't in their line of work the way that they do their work. That's not how things are, but that's that's what makes uh, uh, our, our beloved Detective Benoit. So, oh, gotta love Benoit. Blanc. <laughs> so great.
0: <laughs> yeah, where he's he's specifically thinking of this, and they're just kind of like, okay, I I don't want to have to be the person to deal with with the person going. Maybe physical evidence isn't accurate, and they're just like
1: gosh well i also like it's like he's he calls it like a false turn it's kind of like it's like okay maybe in you know in a in a mystery novel that's written by harlow thrombie like that's (laughs) that's something that would happen but come on this is you know real life but it's like no we're watching a movie there's gonna be a false turn that's a good part
0: (laughs) yeah no he uh uh benoit is very kind of genre savvy in that way Mm -hmm. where he's just like oh there's a false turn and you're like, yeah, I guess you are the detective hero of this of this film. in but you you are not like a any typical detective we might know. So but yeah, no, that's that is a good one. Um, yeah. Are there anything? Is there anything else in particular about this minute that you can think of kind of standing out to you or? Um...
1: No, that's that's about it.
0: Yeah, this is a this, this. I think this is a really good minute. And I don't want to say like, oh, big, that we're, we're being kind of. Uh, it's it's being kind of a shorter minute to talk about, but I think it is kind of also just kind of continuing the past minute pretty pretty well in laying out the story ahead of time. So um, it, it, it's it's very it's very concise, and I don't know if there's a lot to really extrapolate from it. Uh, there are, but our question of the day um, that might get some we might be able to extrapolate things from with that bad segue. Uh, what are your general feelings on murder mystery films? Is, is that something that you seek out or is it something that you don't normally seek out, but watched with knives out, things like that? Uh,
1: you know, I, I really enjoy murder mystery films. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that there, you know, it's that specific genre of the way that, you know, the one detective has all of the suspects in one place and no one can go anywhere. And sometimes it's a boat and sometimes it's a train, <laughs> and, you know, I'm yeah. going through the classics here. <laughs> right. The, you know, Murder on the Oren Express, the, you know, the, all those ones. And I, I always think it's funny, you know, and then they bring all of them together in the one room to explain the whole thing. You know, that's, it's it's part of the, the genre that is very enjoyable. And I think it's, I actually think it's really funny how um, it's translated to like TV Yeah, like, uh, you know, an hour long. So it's like a 40 minute episode. They have to do the entirety of something that we would normally see in one of these, you know, great movies like Knives Out. But they have to kind of do like the short version (laughs) and they do it every week. And it's kind of like, oh, okay. And I think that's that's where I came to the genre through those through the TV versions. Mm. But when you, you know, when a movie version (laughs) does it does a murder mystery, it's like. Oh yeah, here's where you the story comes to life. You know the characters are can can breathe. You know we can actually have a story put together here.
0: Yeah, I, I, and there's and there's a lot more. Um, you can put a lot more time into a, a film rather than if you're say like doing a, a network procedural or even or even a non-network kind of procedural where you have to do something forty minutes. You have to if you have to throw out twenty of those a season. It's you're you're kind of throwing them together pretty quick, a lot quicker than you might with something like Knives Out, where you can have the all star cast and you can have and the beautiful mansion <laughs> set design. They're,
1: they're not as, uh, and the TV versions are not as tightly, you know, uh, written. It's it's definitely I think people come come to it going, oh yeah, you know, I see that on on TV, you know, but no, this is a real murder mystery movie can really you know have you on the edge of your seat and tell an interesting story and not just be you know the the plot that everyone is a little bit tired of I mean, i'm i'm not yeah. tired of it at all that's, that's... oh me too <laughs> yeah.
0: and i think that there are, i mean i feel like a lot of the best ones too can, can do something interesting and play with them like knives out does but also have kind of that catharsis of uh, here's a mystery, there's n- clearly nothing wrong, and then solving it. So, I feel like you can do kind of both with it, and I think that's what Knives Out does is doing something interesting and unique with the formula, but also having that kind of st- same um, satisfaction of watching uh, smart people figure out a smart crime. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I, I, I like them too. I don't know if I like. It's one of those things where I don't know how many of them I watch at any one point, but whenever I do watch one, I'm like, "Yeah, this is a this is a fun time." And uh, I, I'm a particular uh, like watching um, like if I'm watching classic movies, I, I, I love Hitchcock, so it's there's always a good uh, art to being to telling a mystery story. So it's uh, um, definitely you know fun. I, I
1: if I could recommend one. Uh, Ooh, I only just yes. watched this uh, a year or two ago. Uh, it's, and it's a, it's a little older film, but it's it's called The Last of Sheila. Mm. And it's, um, this one is uh, a group of friends are brought together to celebrate someone's, I can't remember if it's a birthday or anniversary, but it's like uh, a weirdly specific group. Uh, and then, of course, uh, eventually a murder does occur and it does seem like, you know, was this planned, who planned it? and it's and it's um most of it's on a boat, so that's kind of the the idea is that they're kind of stuck on a boat together.
0: I do love the ones where they're like, all right, we're all stuck in this one location together and we got to deal with this. Like there is something really appealing to me about that where there's like e- even if it's a TV show and they're like, okay, we're going to do kind of like a bottle episode and just everybody's all in one location or something about that that just like I don't know, really Appeals to me personally mm-hmm. no, this looks good, and it was apparently um uh, co-written by Steven Sondheim, so that's interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I believe if I remember correctly, it was he would hold uh like um not maybe like murder mystery parties on his boat, and so that's where part of the oh, story wha- inspiration comes oh,
0: from. what that is like okay. This is like jump making gonna make me jump down a rabbit hole after this podcast. Where I'm like, I need to find out about Stephen Sondheim's mystery parties. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, that's that is exciting. Um, Yeah, no, I I will definitely check that out, and uh, people listening should check that out too. Um, Any, any, are there any other murder mystery movies that you'd particularly recommend? I'm trying to think of.
1: Uh, Well, you know, I I mentioned Death, uh, not uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, which they did a a remake of that wasn't terrible. I think people Mm -hmm. should give it a chance. Uh, And it, because I think um, Knives Out owes a lot to movies like Murder on the Orient Express, where you get a bunch of people together and it's a big cast and they can cast like kind of big names for, you know, essentially a very small role uh, because they're just part of the ensemble. They just show up. You know mm-hmm. they they do they do their scene. Sometimes they're in the background of another scene. It allows for uh, some really interesting actors to come together. Uh, and I've actually been looking forward to the uh, death on the Nile that they're mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. Kenneth Branagh has done, continuing that storyline. Uh, so, yeah, I, I I think that'll be interesting at least.
0: Yeah, no, that that'll be good. Um, the mm-hmm. one movie that also came out in. Uh, 2019 that's kind of, like I feel like it's a very uh, of a it's it's not really a murder mystery in the same way but it's kind of of a similar vein to Knives Out is I think that uh Ready or Not was quite excellent and uh oh, it, I feel yeah. like th- that would be a good double feature even if it's not necessarily the same like kind of thing
1: <laughs> I mean it's it's it does have that element of the the family you don't trust right kind of and
0: and kind of the themes of class, and uh, you're you're in a big mansion, and I I particularly I, I really liked that movie, so I'm I, I I've I've always thought about uh, it would be a fun double feature with Knives Out to do that. Um, yeah, I think that, but I, I and then also I'm you if you haven't seen the classics like uh, Hitchcock, like my favorites Rear Window, so. Uh, you know there there's definitely a lot of good movies I, yeah i do
1: think it's it's kind of interesting how uh you you touch on you can touch on like a like a noir film and like a murder mystery they kind of butt up against each other there yeah they're, oh totally yeah it's it's definitely a an an interesting thing where if you like you know, if you like someone trying to solve something, you're you're going to hit into one of those categories,
0: <laughs> right? And and I like the the concept of like murder mystery. I mean, it, it elicits a very specific image in your mind, and it's pretty similar to something like um, Knives Out. But really, the person solving things shows up in a lot of other genres too, and kind of can butt into that noir or detective or even sometimes, like things like comedy or horror, so mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it's it's a fun it's a fun genre of uh, people figuring stuff out. I guess we like I, to
1: see yeah. people solving things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> smart, pe- smart people being smart is is always a fun fun time with a movie, um, and and one I'm always a fan of. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's definitely one of the things I enjoy most about Nice Out. Um, So, yeah, I think that is going to do it for this episode of Knives Out Minute. Uh, Thank you for joining me. Uh, Do you have any particular plugs or uh, things you'd like to bring up today?
1: Yeah. So (laughs) today I will plug uh, the second uh, Movies by Minute podcast that I did, which was called Dunstan Checks Min. And yes, that's right. It was about (laughs) the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In uh, Minute by Minute uh my co-host Emily and I we hate that film it was very bad and I don't know why we did it but we I think oh. we we got some funny discussions out of it I think you know we had a lot of fun with Jason Alexander we had a lot of fun uh,
0: I mean who doesn't <laughs> have a lot of fun with Jason Alexander <laughs>
1: uh but but yeah that was that was a misguided uh, second film <laughs> <laughs> that
0: we e- did oh. uh but i uh... yeah they're,
1: they're all out there um uh, dunston checks men uh on your podcast <laughs> app go go find that and you can find me on twitter and instagram at podcaster andrew
0: that is an extremely good uh name for that movie by the way <laughs> you can also find this podcast at knives out minute on twitter um and wherever you listen to podcasts uh feel free to subscribe leave reviews uh share it with your friends. Uh, That'll help more people be able to talk about uh, Knives Out, which is what we're here for. So thanks again for joining me, and... uh